All right, hello everybody. Wherever you're listening, maybe you're in the car, on a run, on a walk, just around the house, or just picked up your phone and, and playing this. This is the first episode of a new podcast that I'm doing, a podcast that I've wanted to do for a while now. And to be quite honest, keep bullshitting myself and uh, not starting or stopping and starting for some different reason. But I figured that into the new year, it's 2023. Maybe you're listening to this in the future, 2033. <laughs> but I figured it's time to actually do this. And I wanted to start by recording the first episode before I have guests on to just talk about my history with podcasts. Why do one? Why do another one? Especially why do one in a world where, oh my gosh, everybody and their mother and their friend has a podcast, especially an interview podcast. And that's actually been part of my resistance to doing this, but I've been pushed to do it by many people in my personal life. A couple of people that I've mentioned it to that I've met through work and other places have suggested just suck it up and do it. And so this is going to be the beginning. And like anything that I've done in my career, I've learned that like sometimes you just have to do it. You have to get started, not to be overly like motivational speakery or <laughs> inspirational, but sometimes you can't wait for this thing to come together perfectly. And I think that's kind of what I've been doing and why I've been putting this off is waiting for it to be perfect. And I'm ready to start it now. So if you're here for the first time, my name is Dave, Dave Gerhardt. I think a lot of people listening to this will have some, most likely they're not going to pick up the headphones or turn this on if you have no idea who I am, but maybe a friend sent this to you or whatever. But basically I am a dad, a husband, an entrepreneur. I'm somebody who spent a decade working in marketing, mostly in tech startups. I was in Boston for a while, worked at a couple companies there. Those companies had a little bit of success. There was a couple successful exits. And now uh, I've been lucky enough to be in a position where after spending a decade working in marketing and building my career there, I went out on my own a year ago and I started a company called Exit 5, which is a community for marketing pros. So I built my career in marketing and through what I was doing in marketing, I was kind of always sharing stuff on social media like Twitter and LinkedIn. And I started to build up a, a network and following of my own where I was sharing what I was doing and learning in marketing. And what's interesting about when you do that, you attract an audience of other like-minded people. And so I ended up building an audience of other marketing pros who are like, hey, this person has interesting things to say. I'm going to follow him. And I ended up building an audience. Majority of it was on LinkedIn. And then three years ago, I decided to launch a private group and podcast on Patreon. I actually know this was before I quit my job. I was working at as a chief marketing officer at a startup and I had built this LinkedIn following talking about marketing. And I always wanted to have like a blog or a website or a podcast or something else where I just, I talked about marketing on my own kind of outside of work. It wasn't a work affiliated thing. It was, it was my thing. And based on what I was posting and sharing on LinkedIn, I had a feeling that like, Hey, there might be enough people interested in this. I think I had grown to maybe like 50, 60, 70,000 followers on LinkedIn. And that was like, whoa, holy shit, I'm just a regular Dave. <laughs> Why are all these people following me about this stuff? There's definitely something here more. And so I'm going to start a website of my own. But I wanted to try something different. And my wife, Leah, at the time, she was, <laughs> she's still my wife. At the time, she was listening to this podcast and it was on Patreon. And she paid, I think, like $7 a month to get access to this private podcasting community. And I thought that was a really interesting model that this person who she was listening to kind of had built this audience of fans and followers, and they were willing to pay her some amount of money 
to get access to content that she could have just posted for free. And I was like, you know what? I want to try to do this because I think there's an opportunity here. I think based on what I'm posting and sharing that this is something that people would be interested in and people would pay for. And especially in the field that I was in, which is marketing, a lot of people kind of could either pay for this themselves or were at a company where they could expense this because they could pitch it as it was really a, it could be a professional development expense. It was, hey, I work in marketing. I'm going to listen to this guy talk about marketing stuff and share what he's doing. Like it's a hundred bucks a year or whatever. I can easily expense that to my company. Or these are people working in the tech industry who for them spending a hundred bucks a year on something like this was not a problem for the first couple hundred members, right? And so I ended up launching this thing and I thought at first, uh, maybe I'll get like, I'll get 25 paying members and that would be awesome. That would be just like, you know, 250 to $500 a month uh, on top of my salary, like a nice little chunk of paying my rent and just something fun for me to contribute to. Well, really quickly after I launched, I think within the first week I had over a hundred members. And so all of a sudden I went from having nothing to now all of a sudden I have this private podcast and membership site that has a thousand dollars in recurring revenue a month. And I was like, whoa, shit, this is, there's something much bigger here. This is amazing. And fast forward a year later, this had grown to 2000, 2,500 members. Now all of a sudden I'm starting to make basically just as much money through Patreon and through having this as I was making as a marketing exec at a startup. And really quickly it became obvious that like, there's something here, like I can eventually quit my own job and feel really good about like, where is a paycheck going to come from? And so through doing that, eventually with 2000 members, you start to get lots of ideas and feedback. And a bunch of people were saying like, Hey man, like we like your thoughts on marketing stuff, but like, how about let us talk to each other here? Because like, there's other smart people in this room and we want to learn from each other. And that was a huge unlock. It was like, wow, this is not just about me talking about marketing and sharing what I'm doing. There's actually a community here. And so two years into this, I ended up launching something called DGMG, which is a terrible name called Dave Gerhardt Marketing Group because I didn't know what to call it at first. I eventually rebranded that to be called Exit 5. And I called it Exit 5 because when Lee and I were living in Boston on the weekends, we used to go up uh, to her parents' house up in Vermont. We get off uh, Exit 5. And that was always a place where like, no matter how stressful work was or whatever I was stuck on, whenever we were in Vermont was when I would get a new idea or get unstuck on something. And so I kind of came up with this story of, oh, this is like, there's a cool connection here. I could call this, I wanted to give it more of a, more of a brand name, more of a feel than like DGMG. And so I came up with this name, Exit 5. The domain was available. I think I spent like 400 bucks to get Exit5.com, did a whole rebrand and relaunched it last April. And so now the story that I tell is Exit 5. It's called Exit 5 because it can be this place for marketing professionals to get unstuck and find inspiration and talk to each other. Now today, we'll soon have 3,300 members and uh, 3,300 paying members and it's exit5.com and there's a, a paid community that you can join. There's a podcast that we do, the Exit 5 podcast where I interview marketing people and that's become my whole full-time business now. And it's amazing because it's given me, it's a great business to own and run and, and be a part of, but it's also given me a lot of freedom and flexibility in my life. And I realize that I'm very lucky and fortunate to be in this position, but it's given me a lot of freedom to like go explore and do some other things. And so that's why now it's, you know, it's my business. There, there are no employees. I own hundred percent of it. I choose what I want to do with my time. As long as I'm, you know, meeting the needs that I have for that business, because that's the business that allows us to do the things that we want to do in our life. And I've been for a while, I've wanted to 
do a podcast that's not about marketing because I've spent a decade now talking about marketing and I'm exit five is going nowhere. It's a great business. I'm actually this year I'm deciding I'm like doubling down on it and investing in it. And I think it can be a amazing business for the rest of my life. I actually think that it's a very attractive business that could be acquired or merged with another business. And so I'm continuing to run it, invest in it from that standpoint. But I really want to carve out some time this year to do this podcast and do something that is not about marketing. But um, I've always been a very curious person and into personal development, professional development, just kind of always have been into working out, whether that's physically working on myself, like, you know, health and fitness wise, but also into learning and self-development. And I've seen how much of an impact that has made on my life and my career and my mental health and my family. And uh, it's just something that I'm, I enjoy talking to and, and I enjoy talking to other people and learning from them. Now, kind of a tangential to that is I've had a podcast dating back to, uh, to 2014. So I had a podcast called Tech in Boston. And I remember I was working at a company called Privy at the time and Ben, who's a CEO and who's my boss, shout out to Ben if you're listening somewhere. I had been around the Boston startup scene. And at the time I got into listening to podcasts. I was listening to this podcast called This Week in Startups. And all the startups that I was listening to founder interviews and conversations about were, were all from companies that were based on the West Coast. They were California-based companies. But I'm here in Boston at the time and I'm going to dinners and networking events and meetings. And I'm, I start to see that there's this vibrant startup culture here in Boston. I was like, man, it'd be great if somebody had a podcast about like Boston startups. I would totally listen to that. And I remember I tweeted that out and Ben said to me, he said to me like, um, oh, I tweeted out like, hey, somebody should start a podcast about startups in Boston. And Ben was the one who messaged me. He's like, why don't you do it? And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. Because obviously if you have the idea, you just, I just want to give the idea to somebody I, I didn't want to do. He's like, you should do it. I think it'd be good for you. And I'll support it. You could record right here, like on Fridays in our office at Privy. And so one of the engineers on the team at the time, he was a DJ. He had a microphone. It was a blue Yeti mic. He was like, you can borrow this. I did the first interview with Ben. I had the microphone backwards. The audio was terrible. We were in a conference room in our office in Chinatown in Boston. There was sirens and just noise everywhere. But that podcast, I did it every single week and it built and it built and it built. And I ended up doing 60 interviews and did 60,000 downloads over the course of a couple of years. And I met all these amazing people. I met founders, entrepreneurs, uh, investors, VPs of this, VPs of that. And all of a sudden I went from being just like a regular marketing manager, Dave, you know, 25, 26 year old kind of entry level uh, employee at the time to all of a sudden I had this network of like, I could get the top founders in the, in the city on my, on my podcast and these venture capitalists who had all this money or investing all this money on my podcast to talk to them. That was an amazing unlock for my career. And so because of that podcast, I met a bunch of people and I kind of became this like podcast guy. And at the time, Privy, um, I left Privy to go work at a company called HubSpot. And the reason I went to go to HubSpot was because Mike Volpe, who is a CMO of HubSpot, and he's a, a good friend of mine and uh, long been an advisor and mentor to me. He was a CMO at HubSpot at a time. And he said, hey, you could come to HubSpot because we want to launch. HubSpot had this amazing marketing team. And he's like, we want to launch a podcast at HubSpot this year. And we have this amazing brand and company and platform to do it on, but we want to hire somebody who knows how to do this. And this was 2015 at the time. And so I got a job at HubSpot and my job, my full-time job, which people thought was crazy at the time. I remember telling people that's like, oh, I got this job at HubSpot to do a podcast. They were like, what? Like how like dorky, <laughs> how dorky is that? 
or like, how weird is that? Like, what do you mean? But now I've now so many companies and businesses and people have gotten into podcasting. So I got this job at HubSpot. I worked for Mike Volpe and Joe Chernov and I launched their first podcast called The Growth Show, which was crazy because I did this podcast on my own and had a very small audience. I got to go to HubSpot and launch it with their kind of brand and marketing machine behind it. And within the first couple of months of launching, that podcast was in the top five of all podcasts in the business category on Apple Podcasts. I think it did something like um, 500,000 downloads in the first year. And I got to basically be the person behind the scenes making that show happen. A bunch of things went down at HubSpot, which led me to leave the company after nine months. But one of those things was I got an interview for Tech in Boston, my other podcast at the time, with an entrepreneur in Boston by the name of David Cancel. And David was chief product officer at HubSpot and him and his co-founder, this guy, Elias Torres, they quit their jobs at HubSpot to go start a new company. They were really mysterious because they had like very clear thoughts on on how they were going to build the company. And and I love that. I was really into startups at the time. And so I followed them on Twitter and I'm watching these guys talk about this company that they're building. And I ended up getting a message from David and he said, hey, can you, like this was, I think it was to my tech in Boston account. They were, uh, had some like office opening party at Drift and he had messaged me and said like, hey, could you help us spread the word about this? And I said, sure, I'll put it in my newsletter. And I was like, by the way, while I have you right here in my DMs, like I would love to have you on the podcast at the time. And he was a big get for me because I think a lot of people knew his name, but he didn't do a lot of public interviews. He wasn't very self-promotional and out talking about what he was doing. And he said, yes. So I get an interview. I go to the drift office. There's maybe like five or six people on the team, probably less than 10 people on the team at that time. And I did a podcast interview with him. And I remember doing the podcast interview, like, man, this guy's amazing. Like we hit it off right away. Like I totally agreed with his philosophy on business, on marketing. He was really into working out and personal development. And I just was blown away by like the connection that we had. Turns out later that night, I go home, I'm in my apartment in Boston and I'm going through the podcast, writing up the show notes, doing the whole like post-production thing. And I go to check out Drift and I look up Drift on AngelList, which is a site that you could find startup jobs at. And I find that Drift is looking for a marketing manager, some title like that to hire. I'm like, shit, I'm not happy with what's going down at HubSpot right now. There's a bunch of things happening inside the company. I know I've only been there for nine months, but like, I really want to get into a startup like this. And these guys are legit and they have no marketing yet. And they raised $15 million, but they don't have a product yet. Like this is big. This could be my opportunity. And I reached out via AngelList and I got a message back from Keith. And Keith, I love you if you're listening to this, but Keith was like, yeah, we, sorry, man, we already filling the role. Like we don't have an open job. Okay, bummer. The next day I get an email from David and he says, hey, so I heard that you want to talk about that job. Like, we'd love to talk to you. Why don't you come back in? And I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. They don't have a job, but they want me to come back. I come back in, I meet with them. I talk to them. We go through the interview process. They're like, this is great. Uh, you know, we think you're great. And I was at the time I was getting, Lee and I were getting married and then going off my honeymoon. I was like, this is kind of weird timing though, because I'm about to get married and go on my honeymoon. They said, all right, great. Go on your honeymoon, come back. And like, if you're still interested, let's talk when you come back and, and we'll make you an offer. And just that didn't feel right to me because I'm like, man, these people, they know everybody. They know people way smarter, way better than me. Like, uh, if this is my chance to get this job, I need this. I can't go get married and go to Mexico for a week and come back because I know that they're going to move on and things move really fast. And so I reached back out and I said, hey guys, like, no, I need this. If you want me to take, get, get this job, like I need to have this job. And I think they loved that. And they were like, great. <laughs> they were like, okay, come back in. Let's talk about it. And we talked about it. 
And I did something that I've never done in my life, which is like, I need this job. Here's why we got to make this happen. And I ended up getting an offer, signed it, went on my honeymoon, came back, started at Drift. And there's a lot of history there that I'm sure I'll get into at some point later in, in this podcast, but that was a, just a career changing moment for me. I spent four years there. Long story short of where I'm getting with this is at Drift, once again, we started a podcast. It was called Seeking Wisdom. It was with David, the founder. He had this great idea for to, to do a podcast about kind of lifelong learning and what we were doing building Drift called Seeking Wisdom. Seeking Wisdom becomes transformational. And like the way that we built our initial audience at Drift was not by talking about our product, but was by building this podcast called Seeking Wisdom. So now all of a sudden, I've had Tech in Boston, my own thing. I've had The Growth Show at HubSpot. I've had Seeking Wisdom at Drift. Three times in a row, a podcast has been like fundamental, like transformational in like building a brand and building a business. Then four years later, I go to Privy. I go back to Privy. They hire me as CMO. I work with Ben again. First thing that we did at Privy was we launched a podcast, e-commerce marketing school. That podcast blew up and took off for Privy. Then I do my own thing, Exit 5, have a podcast. So I've been involved in a podcast in some form for basically the last eight years now. And what I've learned is this has basically been like one hour a week for the last eight years. I've gotten to talk to somebody mostly about marketing. But looking back at my career in marketing, one of the reasons I was able to learn so much so fast about marketing and get better at that field is because I get to interview these people who are way smarter than me. I'm not that smart. I just talk to a lot of people. And so by osmosis, you, you start to soak all that in. And so I realize now that like, holy shit, one of the reasons why I've been able to take all the, get all this knowledge in my career is not just been through working on my day job, but by having this podcast where I'm talking about marketing. Now that I'm at this point in my life, I keep going back this. And I've had this thought for maybe three, four years now of like, a podcast has helped me learn so much. What if I had my own podcast now that has nothing to do with marketing? Because I don't need to have the marketing podcast and I already have it for Exit 5 and I'm going to continue to do that. But what if I took that same approach and I got to talk to people about the things that I'm like kind of actually interested in life, which is health, fitness, parenting, talk to authors, entrepreneurs, athletes. I don't know where it can go, but I just feel like I have to do this and I want to do this. And there's so much that I can learn. And that's why I'm here today because I want to start this podcast for real. And it was actually about two weeks ago, I was out on a run and I was listening to Stephen Pressfield on Tim Ferriss's podcast. And if you've ever read one of Stephen Pressfield's an author, he has a bunch of great books, The War of Art, Turning Pro. And he was talking about, he actually wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance, a bunch of fiction books also. And he was talking about how he just recently, he's, he published his mem a memoir. And he at first was like, man, like there's so many other people that, that are more interested than me and they've written their memoir. Like who's going to be interested in this? And he said, you have to fight through that because you have to act like this is the only project and you can't do it thinking about what other people have already done or how much noise and how much competition is already out there. And that was a moment for me when it was like, that's exactly the thing that's been holding me back from doing this podcast, which is like, Ugh, there's so many other examples out there already and there's huge shows getting huge guests like who am I to do this and is it going to be interesting but instead I just decided you know what fuck that like I got to do this for me and I'm going to take the approach of I'm going to try to just interview people that I find interesting whether they're famous or not and I'm going to build and I'm going to try to see where this goes and so I set myself the goal of like actually doing this and launching this in the new year. And here we are. And as I'm right now recording interviews and booking guests, 
I don't want to wait until I have a ton of guests to launch this podcast. And so I said, you know what, today I'm going to sit down and kind of tell a little backstory. And I hope that this will give people a bigger picture about like what I'm trying to do and why I'm doing it. And also I just have found that like, you just have to start going because you need to build momentum and you have to get something going on your side. So I wanted to record this episode today. I got to go work on the rest of the stuff now to get this out, but I wanted to get this up in a podcast feed so people can at least follow and subscribe and maybe share and tell some friends. And I'm going to start booking interviews and booking guests. And this will be a project of mine. And you know what? Maybe nobody listens to this and I just get to book interviews with people that I think are interesting, or maybe lots of people are interested in this. And I don't care about this show being huge. I really don't. I don't need it to be huge. I don't want it to be huge because of lots of other things that come with it. The only reason that it can be beneficial is because sometimes people don't come on your podcast until you can say, well, we do X downloads per month and whatever, but I'll get there eventually. And I'm doing this for me and hopefully doing it for you also because you're interested in these topics. And then also my friend, Eric, who runs a podcast production company called Hatch. They produce all my podcasts. Uh, it's hatch.fm. They're amazing at this. He was like, you have a skill. You're good at interviewing people. You're good at having these conversations on podcasts. That is not something that everyone is naturally good at and talented at. You have that. If you want to do something, like you have the ability to do it. And he's like, you got to just go do it. And I've never looked at it from that lens. I've always just been like, yeah, this is what I can do. I can talk to people on a podcast. Great. He's like, do it. Like if you do it, it will be successful. And so uh, we'll see. I'll listen to this this interview maybe in three months when the podcast doesn't exist anymore, maybe in 10 years when it's it's been really successful. But I'm not doing it for that anyway. I'm doing it to continue to learn like the same things that I learned from doing a decade of interviews and marketing. I want to do that now across all those different aspects of of life and becoming a better person and a better professional or whatever you want to do in your in your life and in your career. So that's where this is going. Here we are. Okay. So subscribe, tell a friend. And also if you can relate to this story or have any comments or feedback, or just want to say, Hey, you can tweet at me. I'm back on Twitter at Dave Gerhardt. I took a break from Twitter for a while. Cause I was in a little Twitter funk. I didn't, didn't really know how to use it and just, you know, can, it's not always great for the mental health, but I, I think I'm in a better place to know how to use Twitter the, the, <laughs> the right way now, or reach out and email me DG at DaveGerhardt.com. But Welcome to my new podcast. This is the Dave Gerhardt Podcast, episode zero. And I will see you soon in your ears with a future episode. Bye-bye.